Hello, and welcome to Tabletop Game Talk, a show where we talk about tabletop games and gaming topics of all kinds. This week, we'll be talking about why we get tired of games. I'm one of your hosts, Fletcher. <laughs> I'm Kitty. And I'm Chris. <laughs> you don't have to be cult of the new for a game to get old. And today we're going to talk about what causes us to move on from a game. No matter the game, at some point we will likely tire of it. Have we played it too much? Is it not replayable enough? Are there too many other games we'd rather play? Why do our favorite games fall out of favor? But first, as always, a thank you to our Patreon friends of the show, Adam Harrison, Miles Clark, Sahara Wentworth, Michael Finley, Listener Doug, and The Gift of Games in Grays Lake. And a huge thank you to all of our other patrons as well. Um, all right, so we are trying something new tonight. We are now recording on <laughs> Discord, and it's been it's um, been a learning yeah, it's experience. The, the pre-show was very <laughs> learning experience. Uh, mostly, I think the vast majority of us are just fine on Discord. Kitty, you had some issues, um, but that had nothing to do with Discord. Well, sort of had something to do with my Discord needed to be updated, but somehow th- that cause my computer updating as well and you just keep hitting that took like half an hour of our time later and it's like okay fine you have to restart to update discord i'm gonna apply all these updates that you've been putting off basically my computer's like you've been neglecting me and now you're gonna pay (laughs) yeah uh, but, but we got there we're good so the point is we're now recording on discord live monday nights so if you are one of our 211 discord members um, which is, I didn't even realize we passed 200, but we have 211 Discord members. Um, you can join us on Monday nights. Just pop in, listen to us, to us record. Uh, there's no video if you don't want to be uh, or anything like that. So it's it's less intimidating, I think. In fact, we kicked also, everyone out into the audience. Yeah. So now we only see our faces and no one else's faces. <laughs> and yeah, it's just, it's. I miss everybody's faces already. But they did have the option to stay. They could have stayed on stage, but they chose not to. They're cowards. Um, but you could join our Discord. Um, if you go to tabletopgametalk.com slash live, you will get a link to our Discord and a link directly to the channel. Um, and then you can join us and talk to us before the show and after the show. And um, we can really just kind of hang out. That's fun. Um that's a yeah, that's Discord. And then we have our BGA group, and you should join that. There's also a link in our show notes. Um, but most importantly, so Discord, we're kind of leaning in even more than normal. Nor- more than normal? We're doing more with Discord. Um, it is now a community server. I didn't know there was a difference between a normal Discord server and a community server, but apparently there is, and that's what allows us to do these stages and live podcasts. Um, But we also have different forums that you can now create your own topics in, and we are going to have real-time meetups every second Wednesday of the month. And that, so our first one's going to be in a couple weeks on the second Wednesday of March, uh, where we're going to join up and real-time gaming and BGA or whatever other platform you want to do online gaming, but just kind of like a a meetup, a virtual meetup, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, All right, so uh, Fletcher, where were you last week? Where was I last week? Um, Oh, yeah, so it was a holiday, and my work decided to do a release on a holiday, because I don't <laughs> actually know why. So I wasn't able to join. Well, 
I don't know. Um, President's Day is a really big shoe buying day, right? So this release was for Canada. And I don't think they celebrate (laughs) President's Day in Canada. (laughs) So they're like, I know. (laughs) Let's do a day where Canadians don't care and Americans have the days off. So we're going to do a release this day. So we did. Um, Yeah. Awesome. For those those who don't follow as closely as some of us, uh, Fletcher works you do you manage the ios app it's scary right is that your is that your new title (laughs) (laughs) if you've ever used the footlocker app say thank you to fletcher only if you have only on ios yeah Yeah, he doesn't doesn't claim anything on the android side yes so if you had a bad experience there not his fault true yes i am the ios um and if you want to your ios manager for the iOS Footlocker app and all their associated brands. Champs. And if you want a discount on shoes, join our <laughs> Discord channel and then PM Fletcher directly and he'll hook you up. That should get us to 220 pretty quick. Um, yeah, so, well, welcome back. You you had mentioned last week, it's like, well, if I get done early, maybe I'll enjoy it. I'm like, well, how exactly is that going to work? Mm, we'll see. But now that we're using Discord, you could literally join the chat and like That's be true. in the audience, and it's like okay, now I can join, and like all right, join. So I like it. Um, let's see what else is going on. Kitty and I have been playing a two-player <laughs> game of My City, and I have not. I like we have a couple chatty exchanges on the game itself, but I have not actually talked to Kitty about whether or not she likes this game. But considering that every time I make a move. She immediately makes another move. I don't know. Like, Kitty, what are you thinking of my city? I I, I just wish I was better at it. <laughs> <laughs> you are I'm, so bad. I'm deeply terrible at this game. And, like, <laughs> every time I'm like, oh, I know how I messed up this round. Okay, I have a new idea. I've got this. And then um, the rules change for the next round. Um, so I'm really hopeful for this one because, I don't know. It seems like I do better the less rules there are. And we just reached a, a spot where they're like, and now less rules for a minute. And um, Yeah. So for those who don't know, My City is a uh, Tetris tiling game where you're basically filling up. You're, you're putting buildings down to fill up this area. And there's a river and there's some forest and there's some rocks and things. And it's it's basically a tiling scoring game. Um, but every, there's these chapters and each chapters has three episodes and each chapter introduces a new thing to the game. And then you play through the three episodes and each episode has slightly different scoring rules and kid. And then it's a legacy game. So once you finish, (laughs) you will put stickers on your board to essentially make the weaker player stronger because they get better stickers than the winner. The winner gets points and the loser gets, you know, upgrades and stickers. So Kitty has managed to clear out the entire forest on her board because as I'm far as I can tell. Deeply I have one square of forest because I am deeply <laughs> terrible at this game. Um <laughs> I think part of my problem is I'm like, "Ooh, it's my turn." And then I like just do a thing and I don't think very long-term strategy on this and even then when i do think long-term strategy i have a really hard time because like most of the pieces are like the same shape but then occasionally there's one that's mirrored like for the churches and stuff and i don't know like 
like, oh, this space. If I save this space, I'll get this piece. And then I'm like, nope, backwards. Um. <laughs> yeah. So if you click the reserve button at the top, oh, it'll know. show you all the pieces. Oh, I know. I figured that yeah. out eventually. I was actually doing better, I think, before I started looking at the reserve. Well, the other thing, too, is now that you've cleared out most of your forest, you have a bunch of blank spaces that score you negative points if you don't fill them up. I have forest spaces that don't give me points because I can't fill them up, but they don't give me negative points if they're not full. I did so I don't know if you've been benefited or not. I did replace most of my forest with um, tree spaces, which will give me points if I leave them open. Um, but like the sticker placement, you don't get to just choose anywhere on the board. It's like they go in these spots. So, yep. you know, they're, they help, but not as much. Like if I could cover up my rocks with my stickers, that would be great, but that's not allowed. Not yet. We don't know. We haven't gotten Maybe. through. Like, yeah. These. Spoilers, yeah. I guess. But I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so we haven't actually spoiled enough. anything. <laughs> yeah. All so I know is I have all the gold, though. I am hoping yes. that at some point that will do something for me. Well, I have all the points. So <laughs> You do have um, all the points. <laughs> <laughs> we were neck and neck at the beginning. We were back and forth, back and forth. It was and back and forth, back and forth. And then I, yeah. Lost, 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 lost. But it's still fun. And at two players, um, it goes really, really fast. So we're already through episode. We're halfway through the game. So in one week, we've gone through 12 episodes. There's 24 episodes total in the game. Uh, I mean, maybe by next week this time, we'll have a report on who actually won. <laughs> it's going to be Chris. <laughs> just, just so you know. But I am still really enjoying the game, even though I'm losing quite terribly. It's still fun. It's just... It's so quick to throw down the pieces. It's not. Yeah. It, it's not it, high stakes. There's nothing nope. on the line here. It's just fun. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, yeah, that's my city. And my city is available on BGA mm-hmm. the entire campaign. And you'll only get credit for playing one game after playing all 24 episodes. <laughs> but you get the entire campaign. So if you've been not getting my city or you can't get it to the table for whatever reason and you want to just play through it um find one other person and play it on bga and you'll be able to get through the whole thing and hit me up i'm deeply terrible if you want to feel really good at this game (laughs) i really like playing it despite how deeply terrible i am It's like I said, I I thought you would like it and I know I've wanted to play through it so that it all worked out. I think that's um, the thing about these tile laying games is like the puzzle is enough enjoyment for me that I don't feel bad that I don't win. Like I just like fussing around with making pieces fit. Yeah. So so it's it's fine that I'm losing terribly because I'm still having fun with like just the act of trying to fit these pieces in this board and there's just enough variation (laughs) in the scoring that make keeps it interesting Mm because you have three different color buildings and one of the aspects of scoring is the largest cluster of each color scores you points except not anymore (laughs) except for not anymore apparently i haven't read the next oh you haven't read the next yeah that's the no stop spoiling stuff spoilers (laughs) spoilers the next set of rules is wildly different well, that's the case every point. Um, so, yeah, every everything is – it just changes every chapter. And then each episode has this minor tweak to it. So, But it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend playing it. Um, I also finished my next 10 Marvel United miniatures. So I'm now 20 miniatures in. 
and the next 10 are primed and ready to go. So I do not think, I think I'm on an average of doing five minis a week, which is fine. I can do five minis a week. I, I think I'm all right there. But um, Fletcher, what'd you do this weekend? Um, I took care of a dog. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Pre-show, Fletcher's like showing off his puppy. I don't know. Cute little puppy. Yeah, tiny. I was gonna say flaccid puppy, but that doesn't sound right. Fl- but I just floppy said it anyway. Puppy. But that's what he was. Gross <laughs> he was word just choice. Floppy. There we go. That's like just floppy puppy. I was looking for the Freezing, word. I couldn't Chris. find it. <laughs> yes. He was. Um, yes. It was like here's my puppy. He lets me do no, whatever. We out, um, so yesterday we went to Apt. Have you guys ever been there? I think you have. Right? Maybe you haven't been to the. Where? It's uh, like ABT. I think you got your appliances from there. Oh, yes. Oh, the appliance? You went to yeah, the, the appliance, appliance store. store. I was thinking like a bar. Yeah, no. um, <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever been there in person? Oh, I've never been there. I just ordered them. Yeah, I've never been in the building. Go to the building. I've been in the parking lot. Crazy. Um, uh, I highly recommend but- buying a microwave from them because they give you a big box of popcorn with <laughs> that's it. Cool. Uh, that's cool. That is um, true. Yes. So uh, Carmen and I went went to Apt um, yesterday because finally I have a I have like a home theater receiver that's really old and it finally died. It was like on its last leg. Like all the inputs were slowly dying. <laughs> so it's like the Blu-ray input like no longer works. So I had to like unplug my uh, PS5 from that and like plug it into the another one. And then it's like now this one is dying. Now this one is dying. And the only one that worked was like cable satellite so i had to unplug everything and just the apple tv was the only thing that was plugged in there and then finally that started dying and we're like we need to go and buy a new one so we went to the store and we <laughs> bought a new audio visual av i mean avr new home theater receiver yeah. and then while we were there carmen was like the tv that we have in our bedroom is too big we need a smaller one. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so we bought a smaller TV. I'm so glad I'm not the only wife in the world who is like, this TV is too <laughs> to be large. Fair, it, it was, it was too big TV. for our bedroom. It was originally in our living room, um, but she was like, this TV is too big for our living room. So we got a smaller TV for our living room. We got one of those like fancy, the frame TV. So it looks like a painting. Oh, we have a frame yeah. too. So she doesn't mind that because it looks like a painting when nothing is there. And it's like, it's matte. Spencer. Yeah, I don't, I mean, the quality <laughs> is not nearly as good as what we, you know, have. But I guess happy wife, happy life, I guess. I don't have to hear about it. <laughs> On the plus side, now I have the, a... <laughs> the quality doesn't bother us. Spencer really hates the user interface because he can't use Chromecast the way oh, he wants I to. I just plug in my Apple TV and I just, I'm like, you are now a dumb TV to me. I, uh, I, plug, <laughs> I plug in my Apple TV and I'm like, everything goes through, everything goes through you now. Yeah. I think yep, we need to get that's Spencer how I, sold on the Apple yeah. TV. Yeah. Apple TV is awesome. Um, yeah. You did remind me. I bought well, a PS5 did. this you weekend. Could, you could actually find one? Yeah, um, I so I went to Best Buy. Do you need a Do you need a sixty five inch? All right, so here's here. <laughs> um, I think everyone that answer is always just yes. Um, the answer to so, me is no. <laughs> do you not need any more TVs? I have a giant sixty five inch TV that I might end up selling because I don't know where to put it anymore. Zachary. Zachary told me how many TVs we had in the house the other day, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we do have three TVs. Um, but we only have three. We have one in the living room, one in the playroom, and one well. downstairs. Um, but 
So, and that's, it's enough. I don't need any more. We don't have any in the bedrooms upstairs, um, but we'll get there eventually. But no, I, so Sydney wants to play Hogwarts Legacy. And I'm like, okay, I, I want to play it too. So I went out and I went to Best Buy and they had Hogwarts Legacy for PS5 and they didn't have any PS5s. So I opened up my phone. I went to Amazon. I said, okay, do they have PS5s? Yes, they do. Awesome. When can it get here? Um, today at five o'clock. Okay, so I bought the game. I ordered on Amazon the PS5. I bought the game. I went home. Three hours later, the PS5 showed up, and then we just played it like all night long. And I've heard it's really it's good. An awesome I've watched. Game. I've like, seen I, reviews, I, and they say it's they say it's a great game. It's it my is dad a and really, my brother really good game. are both very much enjoying it. Yeah, the story is very compelling, and so she just watches me play because she doesn't want to actually control the game. She just wants to experience the story. So the rule is. Any main quest, I ha- she has to be sitting next to me, and then we can do the main quest. But side quests and like combat and all that stuff is like, no, no, you can do that. I don't care about that. So anytime it gets into like fighting or anything like that, she just goes to her phone, and I don't know what she's doing on it, but doom scrolling, <laughs> I assume. Um, <laughs> no, I. The comment was obviously you don't live in the cornfields. No, I live probably twenty minutes away from an Amazon. Uh, warehouse. So there's a lot of things where I can order same day and have it well, within I mean, a few I think, hours. I think there's a big Amazon up. warehouse it's crazy. in the Chicago area. Because same for me. Like I can always get like get it within two hours for like whatever. Yeah, I'm very aware of where Amazon warehouses are because my brother used to be the safety manager for the one in West Chicago. I want to say um, he doesn't work for Amazon anymore, but um, they are all over the Chicagoland area. There's not one in Chicago. There's right. like five <laughs> yeah, in Chicago, but there is yeah. one in it's Rockford like and there's around. a big, they have like an airport one in Rockford that should be getting tons of stuff. And yet I can't get anything faster yeah. than two days. So pre-show, which is kind um, of spoiled Kitty- because two days is not yeah. that long. <laughs> yeah. Pre-show Kitty complained about not having a second monitor. So I went on Amazon <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm getting you a second I monitor. About having a and your Patreon to dollars me, at work. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you would, to our patrons. To, me, <laughs> it would have delivered at 4 a.m. in the morning. Like I would have woke up and there would have been a monitor on my front porch. Um, for you, it was a day and a half. So yeah, you'll just have to <gasps> a deal with day that. and a half. No, yeah. it's a. It's just for those. It's not a crazy expensive monitor. It was less than a hundred dollars to get an external monitor for a laptop. It was fine, <laughs> but. <laughs> And it was podcast related because Kitty's like, I can't do Discord and my show notes on the same screen because my screen is too small. And it's, like, a <laughs> it's a business expense. It's a business expense. But no, so I got the PS5 and I have not played a council game in forever. And this thing is really kind of cool. And I'm like, so in the, in the four hours that we played on Saturday night, I controlled my character for maybe an hour and a half of it because it's just all, it's like watching really? a movie the entire time. And mm-hmm. I know this is crazy for people who like normally, I don't know if you're into these kinds of story games and stuff, but for me, it's relatively new. And I'm like, all right, I can get into this. So now I'm going to, I'm going to play God of oh, War yes. so I can play God of War 2 oh, yes. because that one came free with the the PlayStation. So I'm like, well, if I have Ragnarok, I might as well play it through oh, the I first one. I haven't played the second one yet. So, yeah, and then oh, and then Final Fantasy 16 is coming out in a couple of months, and I'm like, you need uh, to get Horizon, yeah. Horizon so that's what I was told. Like, I was talking to my some other coworkers this morning, and they're like, Horizon was the number was like the ones like, no, you definitely need to get that one and Last of Us. So I'm like, all right, start all making right. a list. Yeah, I thought Elden Ring wasn't <laughs> that the one that everyone was People all really over like it, but you have like to be you know ago. into you know pain 
if you want to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I set the difficulty on all these two. I just want the story. Yeah. Stop hurting me. Because um, they oh have this gosh. range of difficulty. Spencer and my dad are both people who are like, okay, I'm going to play the game one time on normal mode. And then I'm going to play it again on the expert. I have to unlock all the things. I have to do the fights with like, you know, one hand tied behind my back. I can't do mode. that. It seems I like work. Do not, I don't understand. No. Yeah. I just want the super easiest. <laughs> I, I'm an old man, right? I'm like, I, so. Did you just again, say you're an who, old man compared to my father? I'm an old man. <laughs> Well, your father's an older man than I am, but we're both old men. And in my youth, I wrote video games, right? I grew up playing video games. I loved everything about them. And then about 15 years ago, 20 years ago, actually, I just stopped um, playing video games. I got out of the video game industry and I'm like, I'm done. And so I've been, I do mobile games and sometimes like the Switch and stuff, I'll do that kind of stuff. But for console games, I'm like, just nope. But now, the Switch I have is two a console. Kids. Eh, it's not. It's handheld. Um, it's like the, oh, the Game Boy. Oh, I only ever console. play it on the TV. So. Oh, I only ever play it sitting in my lap. That's funny. Um, <laughs> but, but that way I can watch TV and play it at the same time. The problem with a console system is you, yeah. that's what you're doing. You're not doing anything else except for that. So I listen to podcasts like, right. while I'm playing console games. <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Spencer makes fun of me because I'm never actually only doing one thing at a time ever. I well, that is my biggest problem Mm -hmm. is I always want to do multiple things, and when I'm sitting in front of this, I'm not. Except for now, as long as Sydney is involved, I'm hanging out and having quality time with my wife while playing video games, and that's a pro, like win-win. Have you guys played Overcooked? No, highly recommend Carmen to play that co-op games. Very interested. I love, I mean, me and Spencer both independently play video games, but we usually don't play the same video games. Like I play a lot of Animal Crossing and that kind of stuff, but we'll both play Overcooked. That's what we were doing earlier today. And the kids will watch us play and they really love it. So I've noted it. So yeah, that was, that was that. Um, Should we talk about board games? I mean, we're already only 23 (laughs) minutes in. Yeah. Well, and this particular topic actually can apply to... Board games, video games, sports games. Basically, this applies to anything. Um, all hobbies, like last in my week, opinion. All hobbies. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. Anything that you happen to be doing. And because I had mentioned it last week, we were talking about you know gamifying life and how when you make a game of something, eventually you get sick of it. Like you're always going to get sick of whatever game you happen to be playing. And so it got me thinking, it's like, why does that happen? Why can I love a game so much and then all of a sudden one day wake up and be like, eh, I'm done. And it happens for, you know, every game I'm not currently playing. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's like, what brings this on? What is it about games that make us say, eh, I'm done? And so that's really what we're going to talk about for the next 36 minutes or so. Um, and I put some show, I put some notes in here, but I don't really want to follow my notes. I'm just curious, your guys, like, what's Fletcher? The last game that you're like, all right, I'm done with that. I'm just not going to, I'm just, it's not like you're upset. It's just like, yeah, um, I'm done. Hmm. Whether it be video, board game, whatever, like, whatever yeah, game, I mean, maybe like, like basketball. Snap, maybe. Um, and then before that, I'm not entirely I'm, sure. 
Yeah, just for the record, Marvel Snap, my current collection level is 3,314. Um, so I haven't hit that wall yet on there, but it will come. Um, I think f- mo- mostly for me, it's like when the novelty wears off and I decide that I kind of understand the game loop enough where it's just not that interesting to me anymore. And I'm just like, eh, I'm done. I don't want to spend any more time. And like, or if the game becomes like more work than fun. Yes, I can see that. Where, especially with the things with the dailies, right? It's like every Marvel Snap's a good example. Um, it's, it's not an invented formula. It's just every eight hours, there's two new missions to do. And you get, if there's six of them, you don't get any more missions. So you feel like every day I have to log in and at least clear my six missions. And then it can start to feel like a chore to do that as opposed to, oh, I get to clear six more missions and get more credits and unlock more stuff. I can see that. Mask in the chat says, um, Spirit Island is, has been his most recent, although he's not ready to admit it yet. And that's the thing about this type of thing. It's like, we love these games. And then all of a sudden we stop. My, my, well, video wise or like, you know, mobile game, I was playing Runeterra for probably a year and a half. Every day, I would play multiple hours a day. And one day I woke up and Mm. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to open it. And I haven't opened it since. Like, it was just immediate, like a switch. Where it's just like, yeah. And it it obviously wasn't immediate, right? It was a gradual where I was still doing it out of habit. And then I just realized, like, I don't really want to do this anymore. Doing this anymore. So why am I doing it? Yeah. Um, And I think for that one, it was like there was a big patch. And the patch came out, and it changed something that I was playing, and I'm and I played through it. And I'm like, okay, this is different, but it's yeah, okay, it's just different. And I, then I was done. Kitty, what about you? I don't know. It's the last game I gave up on. I I don't like give up on games forever. I'll take a break from games, but I come back to them, which yeah, might be healthier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. That my relationship with games is healthy, but healthier, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) It's a relative term. (laughs) Um, But the the biggest game I can think of that I've given up on board game-wise is Wingspan. I don't remember the last time I played Wingspan. And why? I found other games I like to play, and I'm still not exactly sure. I don't... I feel like my mom (laughs) bought her own copy... And then, like, we, like, seriously, it was, like, right around the same time she got her own copy. I was like, oh, I don't have to haul this around anymore. We just, like, never played it again. I don't know. <laughs> John mentions because Wingspan is just not a great game. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of agree with that. I think it is probably the most overrated game on the planet right now. <laughs> I, I I genuinely believe this. Like, I Maybe understand I why people like it. too many other people, like, <laughs> just- hyped up about it. It has such, it's so pretty. It has such fun table presence. I like to play it, but for what it is, it has a lot of bits that you have to get out, and there's a lot of like cleaning up and stuff that goes along with it, and I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's a number of things, especially for Wingspan, you don't live next to the people you were playing it with anymore. I stopped playing before I moved. Okay. But it's still a reason. I'd say we started playing, though... um, more Azul and more Calico. And I think because they I were... think I got my mom Azul for her birthday and that kind of usurped Wingspan because she really liked that. She hadn't played it before. 
Which is another reason why we stopped playing games is a different game just pops up. And it's like the new thing that is, it's not necessarily more interesting, but it's a new puzzle, a new thing to figure out. It's, it's, it's something that, I don't know, the, the new feeling is a real thing, right? And again, you don't mm-hmm. have to be cult of the new, but the, there's a feeling about, I'm trying this new thing. It's a ton of fun. It's different. It's exciting. And this other thing that I know, and it's just like, yes, I really, really enjoyed it, but I know it. I know it, and I don't need to – whenever I go there, I'm going to feel the same thing that I knew I would felt before, and it's not this new and exciting thing. Um, for some reason, I'm, like, thinking, like, relationships. Like, when you first start dating someone, <laughs> it's new and exciting, and then it just, like, settles into, uh, okay, this is this is what it is now, and then – you break up and someone else comes along and they may not be better for you. They may not be a better person or anything, but it's still new and exciting. And that exciting thing kind of pushes you back. And now I'm, then you, then you start thinking about your old relationship. It's like, well, was that relationship so bad? And hmm, I've been married Does this for a mean eventually and- I'm going to marry a game <laughs> and that's the only game I'll ever play for the rest of my life? Well, I think that's what makes games different than relationships is it's okay to move from game (laughs) to game to game and back and forth. And you can play multiple games at once. It's totally fine. It's acceptable, especially on BGA where I'm playing 12 games at a time. I've got like five games going right now. (laughs) Exactly. It's because like three of my games ended today. (laughs) So you need to start some more games. I do need to start some more games, games, but I can't quietly do it during the podcast because now you put it on Discord and I can't have both windows open at the same time. How dare uh, you? Well, you're getting a new, new monitor on Wednesday, so you can have multiple windows open. <laughs> but if I... Oh, actually, no, you can Discord. switch away. You can, you can go to a voice chat and you will not leave this chat. But I like seeing you guys. Well, then then come back. Um, Maybe John I will. mentions that... Be- BGA is killing several games in person because it's so much easier to play them on BGA. Absolutely. I, yeah, 100%. (laughs) And, but at the same time, also something like Wingspan. Wingspan is a game that when I was played it physically, I enjoyed the game because I wasn't playing it enough where the flaws of the game came through. And then the app came out and... It started and then it came out and I was on PGA and I'm like, I have no interest in playing this because it just feels some, some games require the space between plays to keep them interesting. So if you can just play it over and over and over again, it'll burn out really, really fast. Um, and then some games I can play over and over and over again and it's just fine. Uh, I'm still playing Railroad Inc. Like, we don't talk about it as much. I don't much, know. We took a break from railroading for a little bit, though, after the tournament. I feel like, or at least I did. Um, and I definitely I play took about a break from a Next Station London. I mean, I, now I play, I probably play two railroadings a week, I, I think. Uh, whenever I see one pop up in BGA notifications, I join it immediately. No questions asked. Even yeah. if it's meteors, which are still not my favorite. And and don't get me wrong, sometimes the BGA version of the game is not better. Mask mentions like Agricola is not oh. as good in BGA. Um, there are yeah, bad there's, ones. There are, yeah, <laughs> I love gizmos. I love the physical uh, like feel of gizmos. Um, and gizmos is on BGA, and I do like it on BGA, but it feels very different on BGA because gizmos. If you're not familiar, it's 
there's marbles involved and having those marbles <laughs> is like a like it's a, it's a cool thing right it's an engine builder with marbles and when you don't have the marbles in your hands it doesn't feel as fun potion um, explosion feels the same way to me exactly so you don't get the clicky clacky yeah so there's there's certain games that you can't they don't still translate to BGA as well but most euro games do um like again great western trail I like it in person. I love it on BGA. Um, yeah, anything so, that has and, just like way too many pieces, you think? <laughs> I just love that I don't have to set anything up. I just mm-hmm. click, click, click and play. And it's awesome. So, all right, Fletcher, um, the last video game, not not like mobile game, but for a console game. So we were talking mm-hmm. PS5. When you are done playing through a particular game, is that it? It's like you just set it down, never going to come back to it again. Most of the time, yeah. Um, rarely, I will start a new game plus if they have that kind of feature, and then I'll start playing new game plus. Which, for anybody that is unfamiliar, new game plus means that you restart the game from the beginning, but with all the stuff that you had at the end of your previous game. Um, so you're fully like beefed up. You have all your stuff, and um, it can be kind of interesting to play through that way. Um, I will do that, and usually I'll get bored of that after a little while. So typically, once I complete a game, I rarely go back to it. Sometimes I will, sometimes I, I won't. It depends on the type of game. Um, like if it's a roguelike type of game, like um, Hades, if anybody's played Hades, um, you're supposed to die in that game a lot, so you just kind of like keep on going back to get further and further and further. Another game like FTL, Faster Than Light. There's another roguelike game where you just kind of like keep going again and again because each time you play, it's kind of like a different experience. Uh, it's not a very story-heavy based game like, you know, God of War Ragnarok or the other games, Final Fantasy, for example. Well, well, like Slay the Spire is another one yes. where you're, you're trying to climb and get as far as you can. Um, That's like, but it's, it's like basically a card, the card same based game. roguelike kind of game, right? Yeah, exactly. And you can do I've, I've seen people like do like infinite 500 or I don't know, like whatever it is that you just keep pushing into bigger and bigger levels. And I'm just like, that stuff does not interest me at all. If I feel like once I beat the game and I feel get to a point where I've like, that was an amazing run. I'm never going to surpass that. That's usually enough to be like, OK, I'm done. And then. I just move on to something else. Even though I really like Slate Aspire is a great game, but I'm like, eh, I've done what I can do with it. And while I could still keep playing it, it's not one of those games that I'm going to keep going back until I 100% it, right? If that's even possible for a game like Slate Aspire. And I think that's like, so we talked, you know, something like a PS5 game where you play through the game and the story. That's similar, I think, in board games to campaign games or legacy games. Like, You know, Kitty and I played through Pandemic Legacy Season 1. It was an amazing experience. I have never had the desire to go back and do it again. Same thing with Gloomhaven. Kitty might be different. You still do kind of play Gloomhaven. I'm starting to want to play through Pandemic Legacy Season 1 again. You would? I would. I no longer remember it. The beauty (laughs) of never giving something your full attention is that do. you can experience it for the first time again. <laughs> um, so that's the trick. Just don't pay any attention while you're playing and you'll want to do it just again. Just only pay most of your attention. 
<laughs> and also, that was six, seven years ago now. I had no child yeah. when we played that game, right? Or did I have true. an infant? I don't no. remember anymore. Nope. Um, I don't think so. I think season two, you had an infant. Which is why we never finished it. <laughs> Which is why we never finished it. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I got very distracted by the difference between roguelike games and Metroidvania games. Um, I don't know what the difference is. Uh, I don't know what a, a Metroidvania. So it's like Metroid or, Met- or Castlevania, where you kind of like are a guy yeah, that's... they smushed them yeah, together. In the labyrinth of rooms where you get like these upgrades and different weapons. Kind of like how Metroid and Castlevania okay. are the same type of game. So the genre is just called Metroidvania. Hollow Knight yeah. is one Hollow of these Knight, games, exactly. which I very it's much a enjoy. Game. Um, they're more like action platformers yes. where you explore a predetermined layout versus a dungeon crawl with a procedurally generated dungeon. Right. So those are interesting because, so if you like a roguelike game, or a Metroidvania type game. But once you've played it, you're done, right? And you go on to the next one. It can be the exact same yeah. model, recipe, formula. But it's that something different is the thing that keeps you... That says, okay, now this one's interesting. Where, now, again, I there are exceptions. There are people who play Metroid to this day still play the yeah. original Metroid. Those people are crazy. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, <laughs> slightly. Um in in a, in a fun way. But for me, when I go back and play Metroid, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I've done this. And I don't feel the same feeling I had the first time I played it. And I don't feel the desire to you know try to beat it in 23 minutes and 14 seconds. I would say the um, only game that I might I like made that come number- back to over and over again is Diablo. Like, I played Diablo 2 for years and years and years. And same thing for Diablo 3. I think part of that is, like, the classes are different. So the playthrough is different a bit um yes. even though the story is the same you don't play it for the story but does that ex- does it the reason you play it again is it because of the replayability nature of it like it, once you've maxed I mean, out it's really hard to max out your gear on all of the different <laughs> classes it is because there's like what yeah. does that mean to max it out but but once you've played all the different characters to a high enough level then do you go back and start over with the first one again um I have before. I've started hardcore characters before, which it, hardcore mode in Diablo is you, you can't die. If you die, the game is over and that's it. You start all over from the beginning. Your character's gone forever. John does remind us Diablo yes. 4 is out June 6th. It's on my so. list. I just need a computer that can play it. Is that a PS5 game? It's, so it's yeah, not I think a PS5 it will be, game. But I'm not sure. Mm. But I usually like to play Diablo in my I, I would computer. play it on the PS5. Do you have a no. gaming PC? Yeah. So you just play everything on a Mac? <laughs> If it's not on a Mac or on a PS5 um, or, or a Switch, I don't play it. That makes sense. Or on uh, a or table. On a table. Although true. you don't play a lot of tabletop. Yeah. <laughs> but right, if it so is I on BGA, notes. Fletcher still might not play it. Although we yeah. did eventually finish that Great Western Trail we game. Did. We did. We did. <laughs> um, he might He might start the game, but finishing it is a whole different story. All right, so I did note some things, like why we tire of games. Um, Replayability um, is the big thing, right? And I think this is the obvious one. Sometimes games just are one-shots. You play them and okay, or you play it and you're like, I don't need to play that game again because I'm not going to get anything more out of it than I did that first play. Um, This is the one where I'm like, I I don't really even count this because it's not like this was ever a favorite game. It's just like, eh, I played it. It was fine. 
I'm, I don't need to play it again. If someone wanted to, I would, but I'm not going to go back to it. The biggest one, I think, though, is the overplayed. Um, and I, a few notes I have on here is certain games can be solved. Um, and I'm not talking about, like, chess solved, where everybody... Not everybody, but you know, if you're a grandmaster, you've memorized the first fifty moves of every game. No, you're talking like about wingspan, where you're just gonna sit there and put all the eggs on the birds, and it's not fun anymore. Yes, that type of thing, where you have a particular strategy, where that's just the strategy you use every single time. Yeah, and it and doesn't feel like you're doing something different anymore. Doesn't feel like you're yeah. learning, growing. Being a good friend. Being a good friend. <laughs> I'm always a good friend. <laughs> Hold on. I got to go to Amazon and cancel a quick order. I'll be right back. <laughs> Too late. It's already in the truck. Um, but yeah. So, but yeah, there's there's certain games where it's like, I just do the same thing over and over and over again. And mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. Um, I also mentioned, you know, overplayed as in I finished the campaign. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm done. The game is done. I don't need to start it again. Fletcher, you mentioned earlier Gloomhaven. The only reason I'm playing Gloomhaven again is, A, I don't have to set anything up. It's so long. It's all on Steam. It's so long. But the the reason I'm actually playing it is because it's just a Friday night hangout with a couple that is, you know, on the East Coast. So they're far enough away from us that we don't hang out and doing anything else. But we could easily just jump on Zoom and talk for three hours and not play a game. The game is kind of a backdrop. Play can't stop. Um, but I would be totally fine. Yeah, yeah, I would be totally fine playing playing anything else. Anything Please, else. anything else. Um, we just happen to play Gloomhaven. Please, <laughs> anything else. And it's a good game. Like I don't dislike it at all. I like it. It's just I've played it enough where I don't need to play it anymore. Um, but I'm happy when I do. Um, and then the last one I have for overplayed is you just get bored. It's like. Yeah, I've played this 127 times. I, I, it's just, it's boring at this point. I know what's going to happen. Um, I know everything. I actually, one thing I didn't put on here for overplayed is you get too good for everyone else that you're playing oh, such with. Such a Chris problem. Um, which is not, it's, I was going to say, it's not a problem everyone has, Humble but brag. it is a problem if you are much better at a game than everyone else you're playing with. It's not fun. It's not fun to like just destroy your friends. <laughs> I was beginning to think <laughs> that I'm just really bad at board games because most of the people I play with are Chris and Sydney and Spencer and people on BGA who are constantly starting games in the Tabletop Game Talk BGA group. And I was like, man, I'm I'm just not very good at games, I guess. Um, and then I did TGTCon and played against people who um, are not our normal very active players and who are not Chris. And I was like, oh, oh, I don't always lose. <laughs> it felt nice. I don't, I will say that I like to win and I do tend to grok games quickly, but it is not always fun to beat and everyone all the time. tend to, once everyone else starts to figure out what's going on, move on to a new game. Well, so that is a good, I didn't even put it in the show notes, but yeah. Um, eventually your friends get as good as you are and therefore you're not winning as much and therefore the game is no longer as interesting. I think that is a very valid reason to stop playing a game. <laughs> and I do it too. We're both stinkers <laughs> like that. <laughs> Which Oops, is why I don't play Next Station London as much. 
run away. <laughs> yep. Now, I will say the next category I had on here, um, the people we play with have moved. I think this is a big one. I mentioned this short briefly for you, Kitty, for mm-hmm. like wingspan, but apparently that wasn't the reason. Um, That's why I don't play Azul with my family anymore. Right. It, and it's, yeah, your gaming group changes. Um, people move away. People have families. Like, there are just things where, like, I used to play this game. Uh, you know, when I think back at high school, um, I used to love uh, Champions, which was a role-playing game, and um, Battletech, which is like a mech miniatures game. But I would never play them today because the people I played with then also loved super crunchy games like that. And today, even though I like that stuff, no one in my sphere is going to be like, uh, I have to do what? Like, just spend the next three and a half hours with this spreadsheet and computer program to make a superhero character so that we can have a battle that'll take us four hours to play out that takes up 18 seconds of game time. Ready? Go. Oh, wait, where, where are you going? Like, that is a reason why you just kind of stop playing games. Um, and then this other one here is the community loses interest. So certain games are driven by the community. And when the community goes away, so does the excitement for that game. Um, and I, I put Keyforge under this one because, I mean, the, actually this one, the publisher went away, right? It's like, okay, game's on hiatus. Community is on hiatus. Um, pandemic. Like, there's so many reasons why that game just stopped being something that was in the forefront of play. And it's still going to be until June before the next set comes out. Um, now, when it comes out again, I'll probably pick it up and I'll I'll play and I'll go to events and things like that. But right now, it's just eh, because no one seems to care, which is ironic. Sorry, Sydney. She literally has a podcast on Keyforge. <laughs> she queers quite a bit. Um, but the community as a whole, like the events that are out there, they're just not there. Mm-hmm. So it it just loses steam. And it's like, eh, okay, whatever. I like the game, but if nobody else is playing it, why do I care? Um, again, that sounds harsh for Keyforge. I don't mean that for Keyforge. <laughs> Keyforge is coming back. <laughs> just... <laughs> It's it's it is what it is, but it's like it's like buying cosmetics in a game that nobody plays. It's like why am I spending twenty dollars on a fancy hat if nobody can see me in my fancy hat? I'm not going to play this game anymore. Kitty's dying. You startled me. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> this is fair. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I have on here is is something that's hard to get to the table. Um, for whatever reason, right? It's just like, it's too big. It's too much setup. It's too long. Um, eventually, you just stop trying. I want to play Twilight Imperium again, but Fletcher has to basically take a weekend off of you know life and come up here and hang out for two days so that we can actually finish a game where you're not on the train taking your moves <laughs> on the way home. We can do it again. I'll just uh, catch the early train out there. <laughs> this is true. This is literally what happened. Like, the train saying, okay, well, this is the last train. I have to get on it. And then we set up FaceTime on the train so Fletcher could continue playing the game as he was, like, taking his hour trip home on the train. Um, I think that might have been the last time we played that. Yeah, that's the know, last time we blur. played it, yeah. But I think I've been there since. Yes. So I think you guys played um, Car Wars after yes. that. Oh, we did play Car Wars. You're so welcome. I'll track cars? your games for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's an app. 
Yep. And why don't I play Car Wars anymore? Um, community. Like, it really... It, actually, that one's not the community. I think the community on that one is... Well... <sighs> so that one's Do we really tricky. need to dig into this? <laughs> we probably need to have an entire episode on this one. Um, but basically what it comes down to is... I really, really like the system of Car Wars. There's a couple rules that I, I think are overly finicky or over... There's there's a couple things I don't like about the rules, but they're not big enough where I would stop playing. Um, but the community, it's such a home, like, house-ruled game. Like, the original versions, Car Wars 1 through 5, super house-ruled. And then 6, like, we're, we're in kind of an era where house rules don't happen as much on tabletop games, but everybody has their own idea of how this game should be played. And the publisher obviously has their own idea of how the game should be played as well. But also they don't, there's nothing, there's the rule book, and, but there's no organized play. It just feels like there's, there should be a community here and there's not a community. And that frustrates me so much that every time I look at the game, I'm like, oh man, that's a great game. I don't want to play it because I'm just going to get frustrated because the the publisher's not actually supporting this game in the world anywhere. And that's another reason why I've stopped playing games. <sighs> but I do love the game. And every time I walk by it in my game shelf, I'm like, I really should play that game. And I'm like, no. <laughs> nah. Ah. Ah. It's so hard I being Chris. <laughs> it's the worst, I tell you. <sighs> All right. All right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's if you do have the opportunity, I did say see Car Wars on sale, like a really good sale at Miniature Market. Um, it is worth picking up. Like the game is good. It's very good. Um, and if you're not concerned about like organized play scenes or anything like that, you won't have the same problem I have. I just like when I, when I see a competitive game, I want organized play and. You know, so yeah, you should pick it up. $86. It was on sale at Measure Market. Um, and it's worth it. It's definitely worth that. So go pick up Car Wars and then let me know when you want to play it and I'll, I'll, I'll play it. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. I want to ask one final question. No, just one. <laughs> Fine. Imagine that you live in pre 1950s. Okay, And I use that because post-1950s was when we started seeing games being created in more of like a mass market type of thing, right? But pre-1950, there were like eight games on the planet. I think total. There's more than total eight. eight games, give but, or take. Okay. Um, but there, there weren't a lot, lot of card games. Um, actually, that's maybe that's a good point. Maybe card games and dice games... Like, all the different rule sets for those games, like, that's what caused people to play different things. But imagine, like, you have Go, you have Chess. Um, Moncala. Uh, Cribbage. Checkers. Moncala. Like, these are the games that exist, right? These are the games that exist in our world, and people kept playing them over and over and over. Backgammon, yep. Why, why did people keep playing these games like, was it because it was really the only thing? I think that was... Like, people weren't making new part games. Of it. Like, part of it is, like, you know, you have you have a deck of cards, you have some dice, and you have a backgammon set. So it's like, what kind of card game do you want to play? Or do you want to play backgammon? Yeah. And, and could we do that today? Could we say, look, you have, you know, 
for games. Are modern games more susceptible to being forgotten than classic games? Probably. Maybe that's the best, the better question. Yeah. You think so? I mean, there's a lot more modern games, right? Like there's new games coming out literally every day. Yeah. Dozens a week. Yep. Well, how do we know that we don't know about the games that... That's true were not good that everyone has forgotten about from history because like the ones that survived are the good ones that That's everyone true. played and there could be a whole bunch of Crap like games uh you know like <laughs> yeah <laughs> people used to you know. hit hoops with a stick so there wasn't a lot of going on back then yeah <laughs> so we have it's because the bgg hotness that's that's you know so people are always just checking out the newest one um i like mass like the threshold to become a classic game is much higher. So like things like, you know, chess and go and backgammon, these games have been around for hundreds of years. And like Moncala, I think goes back thousands of years. Um, So they've withstood the test of time. So maybe what's happening right now is we're going through a tabletop game boom, but it's really just an exercise in like, shaking out what lasts and if we go back 20 years like which games from 20 years ago are still active and that we want to play them today and that'll be the topic of our next episode i think our next episode we're going to talk about games that are more than 20 years old that we still want to play today um there's a couple that i've already thrown in the chat we're not gonna no spoilers um settlers really that old no spoilers but seriously is settlers really that old or Catan. I mean, it's old enough to have multiple name changes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so if you are on our Discord, go to... Um, I'm going to start a forum discussion right now. And I'm just going to be, what games over 20 years old do you still love today? And help us create the... like. We'll, we'll talk about these next week. So, um, I, I'm still learning this new forum thing. Um, there we go. And post. All right. I like that. I liked how easy that was. Um, so, yeah. We're going to talk about that next next week. Uh, for now, though, let's do uh, the whole outro thing. <laughs> and the only side effect to having Discord and doing all of this is... There's so much stuff going on that sometimes I get distracted and look at multiple places. So if I sound <laughs> like I'm talking like this and I don't, I, I, Settlers is 30 years old. Holy cow. Um, that's because I'm reading like 15 different threads. Uh, so Kitty, um, what network are we on again? Tabletop Game Talk is a proud <laughs> member of the Dice Tower Network. <laughs> you can be part of our live recordings Monday nights at 8.30 Central and distract Chris so that it's hard for me to read this line. <laughs> join our Discord to continue the conversation. It is also where you can join us and other listeners in a constant stream of online games on Board Game Arena. The show and notes- give us input into our next episode this week. Yeah. The show notes have all the links you need, and you can always go to tabletopgametalk.com for more information and to search our growing archive of episodes. Hosting fees and giveaways are sponsored by our patrons. Help Kitty get a new monitor and me a new computer. Thank you, Adam Harrison, (laughs) Miles Clark, 
Sahara Wentworth, Michael Finley, Listener Doug, The Gift of Games, Jason Strong, John Lewis, Joe Hoover, Emil Jiljam, Danita Hersey, Jim Conrad, Lightning Steed, Gary Bunker, Peter Fleming, Andrew Fayash, John Williams, Sir Selly, Matthew Droke, Jimothy, Paul Romer, Nicholas Lotz, Weatherman Keefe, Leanne Verhol, Stephen Judd, Marina Stevens, Ben Gary, Sean Peck, Michael Yanikowski, Jeremy Fisher, Christopher Dong, Terrence Miltner, Richard Jossi, Token Fan Forever, Stephen Falcon, Joe Romero, David Radke, Brian Arnold, Courtney Falk, Ryan Ellett, Dan Seed, Darren McClellan, David Garner, Jesse Wheeler, Charles Pearson, Agnes Toth, Ron Nelson, Aaron Moore, Don Gilstrap, Glenn Cotter, Eric Solander, Adrian Dong, Eric Huffman, Jason Rodney, Jerry Wong, Sean P. Kelly, Christy Keel, Monica Wichman, and Michael27. And thanks to anyone who's ever been a patron. You support me in the world to us, past, present, and future. Um, if I'm going to remind everyone now, if you have ever been a patron and you're on our Discord, PM me, private message, text me, whatever, put it in the chat, whatever. Just tell me that you were a patron if you don't have the patron role. Um, it really just changes the color of your name, but that is enough for me to say I appreciate you one tiny bit more <laughs> than those gray-named people. And those freeloaders. <sighs> And if you're a great name, people, I appreciate you guys even more because you are still hanging out with us. Honestly, participation is the biggest thing that we can ask for. Um, money just is a secondary, and it's really kind of cool. Um, until next week, keep playing games and having fun. Um, okay, so yes, Fletcher, what's the next game that the three of us are going to play on BGA that you can commit to two turns per day? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Name- or even just one, one turn a day. <laughs> Name some games. There, no, 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 no. You, oh, Christopher just said photosynthesis. <laughs> no, actually, yes. If photosynthesis is on BGA, which I think it might be an alpha, it, someone it might is. have mentioned it's an alpha. I'm playing a game right now. It's not alpha because I'm in it. I think it's All beta. Right. All right. Photosynthesis. The three of us will start a game of photosynthesis, and we will see if on BGA we can complete it faster than our game with Josh in person. <laughs> it, it's going to be a tight race. I think it'll work. <laughs>